Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us and do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, do not bother me. The door has already been locked. My children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his daughter or son a snake if he asked for a fish? Or hand him or her a scorpion if he asked for an egg? If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Gospel of the Lord. Well, today's gospel is about prayer. We see Jesus at prayer teaching us to pray. We hear him speak about persistence in prayer. And he reveals who we pray to, our Father. Do you ever notice uh, 
Jesus at prayer, how often in the scriptures you hear, he got up early before the sunrise and went off to a solitary place to pray. You hear it over and over. You get the impression that he did that every morning. Jesus intentionally went off to pray each day. Why? I mean, it's Jesus. Because he needed to. Jesus needed to pray. It was the one place where he could be intimately present with his Father and the Holy Spirit so that everything he did in his life would be what the Father did through the power of the Spirit. And even Jesus needed it each day. You know, I often wonder if Jesus needed to pray. Maybe you and I need to pray. Every day, intimately, with God our Father, in the Spirit, and in Jesus. Why else did he go off and pray? Disciples are right there. To model something to teach something through his actions, which are the most profound form of teaching. Jesus rarely teaches with words, but he often teaches through what he does. So every day they saw him go off to pray. What an impact that would have had on them. Golly! He prays every day. He's alone with God, who he calls Father, every day. What a message. It's like his actions are screaming at them. Do this. Do this. So what about you and me? Do it. What about setting the alarm 20 minutes, just 20 minutes earlier, every morning, every morning, every morning, and you sit by yourself with him for anything? And if you can't do that, then in the middle of the day when you're not tired or distracted, with him alone, every day, every day. Friends, you do that every day, it will change your life. I guarantee it. It's the only guarantee I know in this life is that if you pray every day, it will change your life. You'll begin to grow in faith, a sense of the love of God, the presence of God. You'll begin to hear God speak and guide you and the fruits of the Spirit, the love and joy and peace of God will come alive in you. And it doesn't matter how lame you think you are at it, how distracted you are, how lousy at prayer you judge it, Every prayer is efficacious. Every prayer has an effect. Every prayer unites us to God. So we do it, as Jesus did. 
I wonder what it was like when they saw Jesus at prayer, you know, over there in the field. They watched him pray. What did it look like? What did it look like when Jesus came back from prayer and approached them? What did his face look like? His countenance? What was in his eyes? No wonder they said, give me that. Teach me to pray like you pray. And that's what he does. He gives us his prayer, friends. When we pray in Jesus to Abba, our Father, we receive his prayer. He says uh, in John's Gospel, the love which you loved me, Father, may that love be in them. The same love. It's not a dumbed-down version. That union that Jesus has with the Father, he, he wants to give us. Don't think it's not for you, because I got all these issues and problems and sins. No. It's not about us. Get us out of the picture. It's about his grace and mercy at work in you and me. That's good news. Then he says, be persistent, like this guy who's knocking on someone's door and won't stop. Why should you be persistent in prayer? Because we're persistent about that which we love. If we love a thing or a person, we are persistent with that. We're persistent because it's what we love or value. We are persistent in prayer because we love God or want to love God or want to even know if God exists. So you pray to God each day over and over. We are persistent for those we know who are suffering and we pray for them persistently. Why? Because it's how we love them, by praying for them over and over and over again. And it doesn't matter if your prayer is answered like that or not, or if it's not even answered the way you want it to be, or if it's not, it's just really hard to keep doing this. Love does what love does. And we persistently pray to the one who loves us for our union with him and for the utter suffering of the human people we know and the injustice in this world. And when we pray, we discover God's prayer. We enter it. We start praying like Jesus prayed. You see, we come at prayer, persistent prayer, asking for things with our mind, which is often a very consumeristic, capitalistic, you know, you put your money in the vending machine, you get what you want. But when you pray over and over, your mind changes, your prayer changes. You enter into the prayer that Jesus has for this suffering. 
or this person. You know, in the first reading, uh, often people look at this Abraham as like he's, uh, he's, he's negotiating with God, like he's trying to get a little more out of God and like he's manipulating God. And what's that all about? Do we manipulate God? No. Maybe Abraham's not changing God in his prayer. Maybe God is changing Abraham. Maybe God is revealing what he really wanted and how merciful he was and is. And Abraham came with this God of judgment to let these people have it, and he thinks he can get a little more mercy out of God when really God is revealing his mercy. Oh, you're that merciful? Really? How about a little bit more? Really? How about a you're that merciful. He entered in to God's prayer and it changed his mind and his prayer. Finally, friends, this might be the best part. In today's gospel, Jesus reveals who we pray to. Our Father. Our Abba. Our Daddy pop, whatever image of the most intimate love we know, it's but a reflection of the profoundly intimate love of God, who is our Father to us. Our primary prayer is to our Father, who loves us. St. Teresa of Avila says, prayer is nothing more than a friendly conversation where the soul speaks heart to heart with the one we know loves us. Where the soul speaks heart to heart with the one we know loves us. Friends, speak from your heart. Pray from your heart to the one who so loves you, who sees what is in secret in the deepest crevices of your own soul, and he loves you there. He loves all of it. Pray from there, and it'll change your life. I'm going to end with the words of a song I came across about a month ago at a retreat prayer meeting. It only has two lines. It's a chant, and uh, I'm going to say what they were because they had a profound effect on me, and I think they reveal the meaning of today's gospel. Uh, it, it goes like this. It's a prayer, a song to God. You're a good, good father, God. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And then it goes, and I am loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Now I'm going to repeat that two more times so that we end this in prayer together. And just pray it in your heart. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I am loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am.
One more time. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I am loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.